thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You're tuned to the guard frequency because, as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 214 of the best damn space sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, May 18th, and made available for download on Tuesday, May 22nd, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Ken Shadow. I'm Tony. And I'm Jeff. Tonight, Tony goes walking in the middle of the night and gets carried along by a river of streams. Right, Ken Shadow? Right, Jeff. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so take a minute. Tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds.GuardFrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come on over and join us at 10.30 Central, that's PM, of course, as we record Guard Frequency Live over on twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on that Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our Patreons who support us week on week, and we hope you consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure and check them out over at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And that's the housekeeping. So let's get to the show. What do we got in store this week, Ken Shadow? And this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from simulated space, including the latest news from No Man's Sky, Elite oh. Dangerous, and Star Citizen. Next, after we resuscitate Jeff, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots try to get into a building. Finally, just like that building, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. So lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands on approach, checkers green, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Good news, Jeff. No Man's Sky will get a huge update on July 24th, bringing with it the long overdue Xbox support and even longer overdue multiplayer support. Groan! I can't believe we're talking about No More Sky. I, I, it's actually in the news. On the other hand, Elite Dangerous had another live stream. This one discussing some changes to the community-generated community goals. That's right. CGCGs. Anyway, stand by for some more theory crafting again. And Star Citizen has released Alpha 3.1.4. And the announcement email eschewed the obvious pie jokes and went for a cheesy and obvious rhyme instead. Color us disappointed. 
All right, so I promised Henry that we would talk about No Man's Sky no first. No more sky. No, no well, more. Well, and that, no and that more. Way we, that we way should we draw the Look. poison. We'll draw the poison here a little bit. So go ahead, Henry. What, 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 was, what, was, your, what was your comment? The, the thing that I'm, I'm getting here is this is the third time I've heard No Man's Sky is going to have multiplayer support. It's, it's literally right. the third time they've said in this release we get multiplayer support. The first time they said it's in there and then... It was shown that it wasn't, and there was some backpedaling and hiding for like a year. And then the second time, they said, great, we've got multiplayer support, and we basically had floating uh, orbs, right? Yeah, right. And I want to see what multiplayer support is, because I don't know if they know what it is. I don't know. Have you, have you guys clued in yet? Have you clued in? This is not a space sim. It's... Dude, there is a lot of fun to have there. You just got to work so hard to find it. I hate working that hard to find the fun in my games. That's the problem. It is it is a space simmy kind of thing. Exploration is awesome in it, but there's so much to get over. Bad UI. Weird color schemes. The weird color but... schemes are an artistic choice, you know? That's fine. That's that wow. it is a it is a pretty game. You know? It is a pretty game. I kinda like yeah. it, you know? And yeah. you have to you have to like the survival genre, and it is what it is, and it's good for what it is. Yeah. Um I personally I prefer Hellion for that for space survival, space sim thing. Yeah. But but No Man's Sky is—it's not a bad game. I, I hope this makes it better, though. Oh, I'm killing get myself. Get... Are you talking? Keep talking about that. <laughs> All right. So, so, well, well, so as we, as we, as we try to stop the bleeding on Jeff, uh, <laughs> I just want to, according to the article that that from uh, TheVerge.com, uh, Sean Murray says, "Quote: You'll be able to explore the universe with your friends, bump into random travelers." You can help friends stay alive, prey on others to survive. Your group can build tiny shelters all the way up to complex colonies. Everything is online for others to visit. Fight as a pirate or a wingman with friends and enemies. Race exocraft across alien terrains. Okay, I mean... It it, it sounds like an AD-style online model. It sounds like it might actually be playing... Now, again... They could uh, be saying these things. They could have some sort of weird model that's not actually multiplayer, but it sounds like more like a traditional multiplayer now. This I've game, heard it before. This game we'll is see. ADHD with a with a side effect of Tourette's. <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right. So just diagnosed uh, No Man's Sky with a variety of uh, um, ailments, and uh, I, I mean, again, comparing the initial promises to what was delivered initially. It's getting closer to what I think was promised initially. This might get it as close as one might realistically hope it would ever get to the initial promises. Uh, but we will wait and see, and we'll find out in uh, in, in July-ish, late July, whether or not that happened or not. july okay. okay, July-uary, yes. Uh, yes uh, Jan- January-June uh, lie. So I know I know you guys have a lot to talk about on ED. Do you want to do quick Star Citizen stuff yes, real quick? Yes, well, let's, let's do that. Okay, so on the on the three point one point four um, side, I, the patch has, I'm sure, has a bunch of stuff in it. But things everybody is a buzz about is the changes to IFCS, um, mm. there, which is the flight control model they have for the game. Like the physics behind each of the individual patches doesn't ever change because it's 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 a it's baked in physics engine. But how the thrusters move based on how your your joysticks work uh, changes a good amount based on how um, Mr. Pritchett. Uh, uh, it programs the physics that week. And so they finally got around to fixing some of the hover vehicles and people are freaking out about how, how much more fun the hover vehicles are to fly now. So the, 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 the bikes and the, uh, 
um, dragonflies, noxus, things like that. Some of the other things that, that were covered this week were um, in ATV, they showed really cool pictures of the Vandal ships that are new, and they're going more with a Geiger theme, which I'm super fan of. And um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that we're going away from the uh, futuristic Mad Max theme that the Vandal used to have and going towards something different, but I'm a Geiger fan too, or Geiger, Geiger fan, sorry. H-H-R-G um, guy. <laughs> of aliens fame. HRG G Man. HRG yes. Man. Okay. Did you and say then, you thought that uh, was performance a uh, performance based artistic change? Yes. So they um the in, in ATV they highlighted that the original like the Mad Max feel had uh too many greebles on it. And so they you end up with too many distinct like pipes and wires and things like that, which is is more geometry than the because the Giger stuff you can you can probably map it out just as smooth services and then do everything with butt mapping. Um, with the the Mad Max stuff, it's a lot more geometry that you have to do in order to support all of these 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 creeples. And at least that's what I'm interjecting because they just they just they gloss over it. They just say it was a performance issue. Um, my guess isn't is it isn't it's the the existing Vandal ships that are the issue. Um, it's more like these these like ships that like the blade which they showed off, which is like their. They're a meat grinder ship, basically. Like, you're going to see hundreds of these ships on the screen. And if you have to, if whatever geometry led you put into that ship is multiplied, you know, by, by all of those ships, plus whatever big ships they're going to start throwing at it, too. So they had to figure out a way to just scale the whole thing back so they could have more epic battles. And and given the, the, the performance problems that Star Citizen has been showing recently, then... Obvious, obvious why that they're they're trying to do that. They're also probably in the same mind for Squadron Forty Two, right? So they want to they want these big epic set piece background battles that you're fighting in. You probably only fight in a small portion of them, but but they want to be able to have all of that geometry, you know, in your vision, and uh, that probably influences it as well. Right. So ostensibly six or seven months before Squadron Forty Two's release. And only five and a half years along in development here. Now we're refactoring all the bad guys. Is that that? That's it's about not right. Not all the bad guys. Not all of them. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Only only the major uh, realistically, ones. Realistically, Squadron Forty Two is not releasing this year. It's it's my guess. No, is Citizen Con is in the, is in is is in the UK next year. We'll either get a date at that point or or some sort of uh, some sort of preview and then a release. So that, that that's my that's my money right now. And are, and are they doing redoing all of the Vandal ships? I mean, they've announced what? Well, like no, four well, they're not redoing. Six. They're not because there's only two Vandal ships that we actually know are that were that were close to final art, and that was the Scythe and the Glaive, which right. people have been playing with forever. And those are the only ones you've been fighting with in Arena Commander or anywhere else. The Blade actually comes in in 3.2, and uh, some people purchased those a long time ago. Okay, so they're going to um, go back and redo those too, potentially. All of the other ones they were showing on screen, they were our new ships, brand new blend, uh, Vandal ships. Now they're 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 silhouettes that we have seen before. We've known they exist. We were given the names of before concept art, um, but they weren't actually realized. And so this guy that they showed on ATV, it was his job to realize all of these Vandal ships. And there's probably half a dozen other ones that he was working on at the same time. So this okay. is probably the point at which they should be finalizing that and making that determination to switch the art style anyway. It's not like they're so heavily invested. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what their lead times are. I mean, the way that they have these ship pipelines now, especially with the way that they're doing reusing assets. I mean, they've talked about how when they they 
they they redid some of the Aegis ships, spinning out new Aegis ships like the uh, Vanguard. Like they went from the Gladius to the Vanguard, and it was like that. They spun it out in, in like a month. And they said it's because now that they have the artistic style and the materials and, and all the, the greebles or whatever locked down, just stamping that stuff out is like way easier for the art team. And so I guess that's the new thing. So they like the blade they're doing here is the first new Vandal ship. Or I guess he mentioned they did a the driller before, but we don't really get the we don't get the final art for the driller because I'm guessing that's probably a spoiler. But um, but he used that same process for doing the blade, and now he's going to replicate the process across the pipeline and do all the other ships. So what that means for Squadron Forty Two in terms of getting it done, I, I don't know, but. We are seeing the big bads of Squadron 42 finally get their final art passes anyway. Cool. All right. And then we got a couple of things for Elite Dangerous. One of them I kind of looked at, and one of them Henry kind of looked at. So, Henry, why don't you go first uh, with what you saw? Oh, yeah, I was uh, checking out the power play discussion. Um, They're talking about making a number of changes. The most important, I think, is they're talking about making power play open mode only, which I think is really interesting because... None of the other content is kind of gated as open or closed only. They've always kept them kind of as a similar, um, even though it's a different mode, they keep it kind of similar. They don't make a distinction between them. Mm-hmm. And making a distinction with power play, uh, people were concerned in the forums that they would be doing things like making uh, community goals and things like that also open only. But so far, the discussion is only for power play. And Frontier's clear about that. That was a, a big deal to them. Power play, that's been a complaint since the very beginning. I mean, community goals have also been a complaint. But community goals is is, is either an up, a thumbs up or a thumbs down for everybody that cares to participate, right? It's, it's, you know, if you do it, you get it. And there's really no downside to people if you don't do it or if they don't meet the goals, right? It's just whatever the community ends up doing. Power play is more of a zero-sum game. So if someone wins, someone else loses. There are only so many star systems that are eligible to be, you know, taken over and then exploited. So it does make a certain amount of sense from a fairness standpoint that if you're going to be taking away something from somebody in a zero-sum game, that you're vulnerable to to being stopped um, in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense in the background simulation because you know the it, the difference i think between the background simulation and power play is that the background simulation is just background there's nothing really attached to it i mean there's bragging rights and you get your name on the screen but uh it doesn't do anything for you as far as a player power play you get access to weapons you get bonuses um for you know for for uh, certain uh, ranks that you earn I mean, it, it does something for you as a player. So I do think that maybe there should be a little more risk involved. So, I mean, aside from setting yourself up to be potentially ganked by another player, what is, has there ever been a benefit for actually playing in open until now? PvP is fun sometimes, so that's yeah. a benefit for people that yeah. are into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, There's everybody no that's going to be there is going to be PvP-centric, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're not a PvP guy, then going into going into open is just... It's just giving yourself more pain, basically. Yeah, that's why private yeah. groups are more important. Where you have an agreement amongst all players, like Mobius or with Guard Frequency, you know, we, we go in, we're not PvPing with each other, but I think if me and Tony wanted to slug it out, he wouldn't have a problem beating me to death. Uh, no, not at all. Right. Gotcha. It, upon request. You know what I mean? Just but consider that an open invitation anytime. You're not vulnerable, but you still get to play with other players, and sometimes on a massive scale. So, um, yeah. yeah, so it, having those that distinction, actually... 
making open only for power play would people make people playing in those large group environments take a hit too. There needs to be. I think there need. I think there. I think it's right that there should be an incentive to play in open. I don't think it should be huge, but I think that the weapons that you earn from the power play factions and and the, and the other modules like shields and whatever. I think that's su- sufficient incentive, but it's not like you you have to have them to be successful at the game. You can engineer your stuff uh, and and have you know special effects on your weapons too. There's a different there's a different path that'll take you somewhere close to what a power play incentive would get you. And then all those other things like 15% uh, like you get bounty if you're in a, if you're in a power play faction and you collect bounties, you get that. You can still earn those in private groups or in solo. But you'll just have to log into open to maintain that status, right? Uh, because the way the power play is designed, you earn a certain amount of merits uh, to get to a certain rank, and then you have to maintain that rank by continuing to serve your power play faction. If those power play missions are only available in open, you'll still have to log in to do that. But if you want to take advantage of your bonuses and your other things, you can go back to private group or, or solo. So... I mean, the and so the the stuff that is amenable to a PvP interaction, those power play missions, have to be in a PvP environment. But the other things that you like to do, bounty run, bounty hunting or cargo runs, you could do those in solo and private. I think it's a good balance if they if they implement it like that. I think that's a good balance between making the player versus player environment um, relevant and making it so that you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Also worth mentioning, open mode is not such a nightmare with changes to uh, crime and punishment in place. You know, what they're talking about with notoriety and things, there are going to be safer places. So maybe what's happening is the game is evolving into more of what we wanted in the first place, where there's balance. And places where PvP is dangerous and scary, and you should feel that tension. And places where you'll feel like, hey man, the cops will be here in a second if somebody is screwing with me. So that's really what what you should want anyway. It's more like uh, reality. Yeah, yeah. And and again, theoretically, when you're signing up for power play, you're signing up for consensual violence, right? I mean, that's the point of power play is that, you know, you are attempting to muscle out some other faction uh, to put your own faction in there. I mean, that's that's kind of the point. So I, I, if 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 those rewards are something you want, then I, I think the risks uh, should be yours also. So well, I, we'll see how this goes. They This was a flash. They call it a flash topic focused feedback. They weren't planning on it. They hadn't announced it beforehand. I missed it completely and Henry caught it. Uh, so thank you, Henry. Um, but it's a good topic and I think that uh, I think it's a, probably a good change. I think they should Im- implement a version of this. The other one that they did announce a little bit ahead of time and I was looking for was uh, community goals and they're going to change those up a little bit. They've had it in the past and they've done this before and it's been a thing for a while but they had to put it on hiatus because they got overwhelmed with it. And those are community generated community goals, CGCGs. These are community goals that player groups and minor factions submit to Frontier, and then they massage them a little bit and work them into the lore. There's a Galnet article. It goes up in the uh, mission board, and you can, um, you know, either bounty hunt or deliver cargo or uh, uh, whatever it is that the goals is supposed to be done, uh, supposed to accomplish. They've got a new system. That for right now is going to be just basically a Google form, uh, where you put in a bunch of data, and uh, everybody submits if it's a uh, uh, you know who the minor faction is, who the in fiction contact person is, what it's for. 
you can have uh, a variety of different types of, of them, uh, everything from bounty hunting, combat, data, exploration, mining, trading in either commodities, materials, rare goods, or salvage. Um, and then uh, it'll have a drop-down box for that. Once you fill it all in, it goes into a hopper. And then Frontier will just peruse that hopper. And every so often, they will, uh, uh, when they need one, they've got uh, slots apparently. Once, uh, at least once a month, twice a month is their goal. Uh, there'll be a community-generated goal out there that, that gets paired up with a Frontier one. And everybody will have a chance to get it out there. So we as Guard Frequency should probably get on that. We should probably submit a uh, a community goal like the one that's in operation this week for uh, uh, search and rescue. Yeah, let's do it. That's cool. I support you su- you, you submitting one. Thank you. How has our uh, uh, progress been in the uh, system? Funny you should I've mention been that. Very very busy, so I haven't been able to play much. Galactic Public Radio has you covered this week. That's awesome, uh, Henry. So we'll, we'll we'll Spencer McDunn will be making will be making some announcements here in just a little bit. But yeah, this is again. I think it's another. They're revamping their player interaction, bringing back something that they had for a while but had to discontinue. Um, and I think that it's uh, they'll, they'll that'll be nice. Did any of our art badgers submit anything to the Hollow Advert competition? I did not. No, I didn't. I didn't task anybody with it. Um, but you know, it was it was uh, that 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 uh, is it over. I think that one is uh, done. It ended done like fifteenth. Yeah, and so they'll be they'll be announcing those too. So those signs will go up. I didn't make any wanted posters for Jeff or anything like that. Like maybe I should have, but uh, but it's it's uh, that'll be that'll be those will be announced. I think in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, you get a picture, you get a picture of Jeff, Jeff, and it said wanted commander no more sky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> commander no more sky. Yeah, reward five thousand credits. So just to make it so that you know nobody would actually go after him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So they've got uh, the. So those are, those are two changes that are coming. Not serious. Not well. Not power play one could be kind of major. That's again, like Henry was saying, that's the first time they've gated anything. But uh, I think those are both good changes that will be coming very soon. And now they're all caught up with space sim news. Let's get caught up on space news with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio on NC, I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. Galactic authorities everywhere are monitoring increased signs of domestic disturbances in the wake of the Thargoid incursion into the bubble. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace in the Karonic system. Thanks, Spencer. Lawlessness and unrest are on the rise in the bubble following recent criticism by some in power of humanity's overall strategy against the Thargoid threat. An increasing number of religious movements in the core systems are proclaiming that humanity is on the verge of destruction. And just this week, a convoy traveling through the Karnoek system was attacked by a pirate group, overwhelming local search and rescue capabilities. The intensity and audacity of the attack took system authorities by surprise, causing them to issue a galaxy-wide call for assistance. Security Chief Tal Wozniak of the United Karnoek for Equality, coordinator of the response, stated, quote, Our priority is to locate survivors, but we're also keen to acquire data that might help bring those responsible to justice, end quote. To that end, substantial bonuses are being offered for pilots recovering occupied escape pods, 
black boxes, and wreckage components for delivery to Bacon City in the Carnoac system. And it's not just the pirates enjoying a surge in success. Radical cultists are also on the rise. Independent reporter Gethin Oconoquo recently went public with an investigative piece naming two particularly troubling groups with disturbingly similar beliefs, that the end of humanity is nigh. The Church of the Eternal Void takes a religious view, stating that Thargoids are, quote, demons from a hellish universe, and guardians as, quote, beings of light who have decreed us unworthy of salvation. On the other hand, Generation Omega takes a more scientific angle, believing that, quote, cultures have overrun each other since prehistory, end quote, and intends to build mass euthanasia centers for planetary populations, apparently to smooth out the bumpy ending of civilization as we know it. Authorities insist that the Thargoid threat is being controlled and that illegal activities by groups that threaten law and order will be considered terrorism. Are these groups natural responses to existential threats? Or are they the result of opportunistic thieves taking advantage of the unwary? From Bacon City in the Carnoex system, for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. The mysterious League of Reparation has claimed responsibility for another murder. Fleet Admiral Tillamac Buchanan, a member of the Alliance Council of Admirals, along with his entire personal staff and the crew of his transport, were killed when his ship was attacked en route to a naval ceremony at Lave Station. The League claimed responsibility for the attack via multiple anonymous transmissions to public news feeds throughout the galaxy. The message stated, quote, We do not forget the crimes of the INRA. We do not forgive those who carry their guilt. For Jameson. End quote. Chief Inspector Kay Kilbride, a founder and spokesperson for the Superpower Task Force investigating the League, stated, quote, We are treating this attack as an act of terrorism from the League of Reparation. Fleet Admiral Buchanan's family's history verifies that one of his forebears was a senior commander in the INRA prior to settling down on Lave over a century ago. End quote. Chief Inspector Kilbride also stated there was a reason to believe that there was insider help in carrying out the attack, but provided no details or leads. Official response to the murder has been swift and unified. The Alliance Assembly released a joint statement calling the attack a, quote, sickening and cowardly act of aggression, end quote. Commodore Riri McAllister of the Alliance Defense Force expressed support for the investigation and indicated a replacement for Admiral Buchanan would be appointed soon. Finally, in local news, Guard Frequency Response Limited won a recent election in the ANSI system. Per local election laws, control of the main system starport, Denver Station, was ceded to GFR. In a brief statement during the change of command ceremony, Executive Vice Director Teresa Vallis of Guard Frequency Response Limited's parent company, Guard Frequency Response LLC, thanked the local pilots and residents for their trust and promised to live up to the various campaign promises offered by its officials. Quote, it is our aim to provide safe harbor and fair treatment for all law-abiding commanders and crews of every starport in the system. Hold us accountable for our failures and reward us for our successes with your votes and support. End quote. With the loss of Denver Station by local federal authorities, system membership in the Federation has been suspended, with the NC system now classified as an independent. However, Imperial officials representing Admiral Denton Portraeus have been observed arriving from the nearby Nelly system. Reports of meetings between these officials and top GFR appointees are unconfirmed. 
Federation officials have not responded to several requests for comment by Galactic Public Radio. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. All right, so with your newfound knowledge that the truck is from the medium-sized blip, what would you like to do? Well, I always like barreling forward, so I say go that way. I think they're going to be expecting us to go straight for it. She's got Someone a, is expecting us. She's got a good point. So do we? Do, you and I need to just come around the side, or we want to check out that small blip first? Checking out the small blip might give us a little bit more information on what we're going to be up against. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little worried, but uh, I'll go with the flow here. How small is the blip? It's not a landmine, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the tiny blip. Let's just yeah, hope it's yeah. not a tank. The, the tiny blip is the size of a big truck. You know, the small blip's going to be bigger than the than the truck. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's going to be a tank. <laughs> <laughs> so who's taking the All lead right. this time then on the way there? Yep, give me a, give me a marching order. Does is anybody better at vehicle piloting than anybody else? I got a I've, two. I've got a plus one. <laughs> So I don't have any points in it at all. Are you going in a line still, or? Yeah, yeah it sounds like oh, so Red's I'm up front. Red. Red's up front. Cool, Red. <laughs> I'm behind you, buddy. <laughs> all right. So you take off, and as, uh, as I believe we said earlier, it's going to be about uh, it's about 60 kilometers away from your starting point. Uh, you drove about about 10 uh, to get to this truck, so it's going to be about a 50 kilometer drive. Uh, there. Uh, give me give me give, give me two rolls there, Red. Give me two vehicle piloting rolls. Okay, watch out for these bumps. There's some uh, bumpy road up here. Well, so the, this road. one, this, yeah, this t- this one takes a little longer. The road's a little rougher, and you, a couple of you kind of get lost a couple of times. Um, everybody roll. Everybody, I want everybody to roll a vehicle piloting, just once. I got a natural ten. Natural ten. You got an eight. Not nat ten. Not nine nat, plus but, one. But nine plus one. That's good. And. Oh, uh, should give me should give me another roll and a four. Uh, so as the leader of this as the leader of this pack, you're having a tough time. You're you're trying to pick the road right, and so everyone's watching you and, and waiting for you to find the trail. But it's taking a little bit of of a beating. Uh, roll roll three d ten. Actually four. Actually roll four d ten. Keep me, lowest me one. Now I roll some tens. Twenty four. Okay. So uh, your shields on this thing is a thirty, right? The shields on the let me check. Yeah, on your on the yes, I believe is a thirty. Thirty. All right, so you roll the twenty-four. You take twenty-four points of damage, but your shields are constantly regenerating over time, (laughs) and so you don't you don't take any vehicle damage. Your shields absorbed um, uh, all the damage that you took on that first on the first twenty-five kilometer segment. uh, You 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 managed to escape damage. So so, uh, I do flip over and roll, and I say, "Man, usually the crap's in the back, not what I'm driving on day." (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so see little 
Well, it's it's a, it's a tougher drive. It's a little bit of a tougher drive. You're farther down the canyon. It's not you know like you know smooth like a fresh avalanche. It's it's a little rougher. You get the gullies in the in the uh, and the canyons and stuff. So now let's take on the second half of the drive. Uh, give me another vehicle piloting. Everybody uh, here? No, no, just just Shiv. He's he's your he's your trail picker. Remember that was Henry's idea. <laughs> you can do whatever you All want right. to in this I game. I think just I figured out. Play. Yes, you did. Well, not to hit yeah, the you got. <laughs> yep. Much better, much smoother natural drive. 10, you guys roll everybody. natural ten, natural ten. Much smoother drive. You roll right up onto that. You make up any lost time that you uh, had on the earlier part of the drive. Smooth as silk, like butter. You pull up on um, uh, a a building. This is a this is a, a building. It's not a large building. It's like a like a small office building or or maybe a large house. It's one story, one floor, built low to the ground. But its distinguishing feature is a giant set of antennas. I say we let Henry and well, Ryu... I'm saying we let Ail and Ryu go first this time. That's fine, but I have a question real quick before we do that. Do I know what kind of antennas these are? Um, are these for like... Are they like radar additions that are scanning the local surface, or is these for broadcasting to space or something like that? Well, there are... Uh, more than there's more than one antenna. Um, why don't uh, why don't you run? Uh, what give me a um, systems? Roll me systems. Oh, God, I hate funny things in this stupid vehicles under vehicle skills. I roll. I got uh, okay. All right. So you do see you see a variety of different antennas. Some of them are for broadcast uh, uh, for communications. You see a communications antenna. You see passive arrays for uh, electromagnetic uh, emissions. You see. Uh, hyperspace, faster than light, FTL antenna uh, coming up out of there. And you see a ground-to-air uh, sensor system, radar system. I think we found right, a friend. Hey, Ryu, this is, these, looks like uh, this is probably what spot, spotted you earlier. Looks like you're right. All right, so Red and I, we can give you guys cover. Yeah, can we look around? Do we see doors or windows yeah. or anything? I want everybody to roll perception, please. Reception. <laughs> well. Two plus one, three. I can't see anything outside of my cockpit, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel free to spend the karma. Nope. All right. Yeah, we're all blind. We didn't see anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, did you roll? Uh, so we got, got, got a three. So we, we got uh, three threes two threes and a five. Yeah, three threes and a five. Okay. Maybe, so uh, it, maybe it, one of the ones can re-roll, see if we can the, get The coast a, appears to be clear at this point. You don't notice anything particularly odd about what's going on. Does anybody want to re-roll, or are you going to go with it? Well, only Henry Kin has a one. Oh, okay. All right. So, Piers the Coast is clear. Uh, do you want to drive down and get a closer look at the building? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You drive down and get a closer look at the building. There is what appears to be an airlock on on uh, on the side facing you. Uh, actually, that's actually that's let's uh, one counterclockwise. There's a, uh, you see an airlock uh, facing, I guess if you were going southwest to uh, get there, this would be sort of facing towards the uh, southeast now. It would be just on the for, southeast part of the building. Just for visual purposes, is this like a dome, you said? or No, it's like a, like a square building. It's like, you know, it's a... It, 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 like block. It's, it's, it's a, like a prefab, like a modular prefab sort of a building. Okay. Like somebody just came here and built it out of Legos. Are the antennas on top of the building or on the ground? Uh, on top of the building. They, they seem to kind of grow out of the building, right? It's like 
these things are going to require a lot of power. And so you would assume, based on your systems role you had earlier, that the power source for, the, for these antennas are going to be in this building. We should knock so, on the door and ask if anybody knows anything about the drug house <laughs> up the street. Tell them we got a box of blue smack. If they know anything. Great plan. Hi, hi we're not cops. <laughs> I, we're not. We're technically drugs. not. We got any drugs? <laughs> Ignore the fact we're driving it. police surplus cop cars. We're, we're not actually cops. We yeah. just want to know about the drug house up the street. We're not cops, guys, and we did you the favor of not nuking you from orbit, which was what the other guy wanted to do. So I'm here to ask: <laughs> Is the medium building where the drug lord lab is, and do you have any on you? Should we n nuke you also? <laughs> I don't have such a high, like, uh, charm skill. I might not get off. So four police surplus scarabs roll up to the radar station for the drug lab <laughs> and are sitting in the driveway doing what? So I, I admittedly am not terribly familiar with space games. Would it be feasible that there is some other way to get inside this building besides that airlock. We have lasers. Um, well, roll a... Um, let's see, why don't you roll a... Just roll a basic insight. Just roll an insight check on that one. Climb in through the sewer system. I'll give you <laughs> a boost and you two. can fall and hurt yourself. Sorry. <laughs> seven, seven plus two. Seven plus two. So Nine this two. is a communications installation, clearly, and it's for a clandestine drug lab, clearly. And it's on a hostile alien world with no atmosphere, and it's really cold. They, clearly, it's not. This is <laughs> clearly they, unless you're gonna take the Henry route Obscurely. and try to blast open something with your scarab turrets. I don't always think an option. I, it's it, it, this. They're 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 funneling you this direction for a reason because it's that's that's the way in. And that's the way out. Okay. There might be. Access hatches on the roof if they need to get to the antennas to repair them. Can you get to the roof? How would we get up there? I, I am not climbing up there. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, the SRVs have out, boosters. Yes, as I was pointed out earlier, your SRVs do have boosters, and it is a low one story building. I just land on top of the antennas. <laughs> <laughs> but there will be some piloting roles involved, and it could be it could be hilarious fun. Do do I get a bonus because in real life in an SRV I've jumped over a cop car in the game in the elite game yeah remember like, when there's, it was there's with, a giant Dixie flag on top of his uh, scarab <laughs> we were way back when the Guardians stuff originally showed up we were a bunch of us were down grabbing the things and some oh, random yeah. some random yeah, NPC yeah, yeah, showed up maybe it was a cop maybe it wasn't and I just <laughs> found a just enough of a jump a ramp <laughs> the... you, I'll tell you, uh, you, you. I'll give you the plus one. I'll give you. I'll give you the. Uh, I'll give you the good. I'll give you the good storytelling plus one roll. Uh, plus one to your roll if you if you want to try to uh, boost your scarab onto the top of the. Uh, onto the top Do of it. The... Why not? What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> I mean, um, um, it could take a lot of noise. One. <laughs> so that'd be a nine. That'd be a nine. A nine because you're going to add the extra one. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that yeah, that that's fine. It's not a high building. It's only about ten feet tall. Like I said, it's a low pre prefab modular type building, and the antennas are in the middle of the building. So there's lots of clearance around. You had you had a pretty clear shot at how to do it, and you had all the time really you wanted to pick where your ramp would be. So you generally up on top of the thing, bam, and there you are, on top of the building. 
Whoever's inside the building now knows there's somebody on the. <laughs> yeah, that that you you felt. There's no sound in space, but you felt that impact all the way uh, through there because it's it's a half g. It's not it's lower gravity, but it's not not right. insignificant. And SRVs are heavy. So. I say, hey, you know, it might be a good idea while you're out there just to slag all those antennas. That sounds fun. Uh, before <laughs> I do that, I will uh, check for any access hatches. All right, roll me a perception. And for anybody coming out of access hatches, nine. Right. <laughs> uh, so not you don't see any. You don't see any access hatches at the top. Is there any ladder on the edges? Not that you can see. Man, they have no but way course, to repair this. It, the building's only 10 feet tall. What are the chances they got a ladder that might fold up? <laughs> I'm just, just asking. What are the what are the chances? Dude, they got a scarab parked out back. Or they got a scarab <laughs> parked out back. <laughs> they generally boom on top. <laughs> well, how so yeah, about... no, no no access hatches on the roof. Uh, no <laughs> are we going inside or are we just uh, trashing this thing? I'm, I'm serious. Slag those antennas so they can't call for help. How did nobody come out? I mean, it's a radar station. They saw us drive up. And then they're still sitting in there, and now we're on their roof, and they're just... Tony says, now maybe they hear <laughs> us. Just, well, but it's a radar oh, station. We drove right up there. Said they, he specifically said they had ground-to-air rad, radar. Yeah. I never I never heard ground radar. Okay, so they didn't know we were here until Shiv did that. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Probably, yes. Now take out their comms before it's gone, before they call for help. All right. Since you're up there, I'll I do agree it. with him. Give me vehicle weapons. Eight plus two is ten. You, 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 your turret, your turret pops up, swivels over to there, and you just you aim at the bottom of the antennas, and you just start plinking them out. You like cut them like wheat, just bam, 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 and the the things fall over into a thing, sparks everywhere. Just it's pretty impressive. You're impressed, and everybody else on the ground, they just see bright lights, and the the antenna kind of fall. It's it's slower gravity, so it's not a fast fall, but just like like that like uh, end of uh, Return of the King. When the tower falls, Sauron here. Thanks for spoiling that one for me, man. <laughs> yeah, spoiler of a ten-year-old movie. All right, so. And if anybody inside didn't hear the SRV land on the top, I'm pretty sure they heard that. And slam twice on the roof. Just try and make a hole by just bouncing. <laughs> All right, so Shiv has uh, successfully slagged the antennas, and uh, just you can ju- you can just drive off the edge. Getting down is a lot easier than getting up because uh, you've got even more ground to work with. So, uh, presuming you drive off and rejoin uh, the rest of them? Yep. And I say, are we going inside? Or are we checking somewhere else out? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I can't help but expect that somebody else is going to start coming outside in a minute. It sounds, it might, yeah, with the level of notice that we've given them, I think a full frontal makes the most sense here. So, just every, everybody go in. We should probably also work on That was not meant to be innuendo or anything, <laughs> that was meant to be st- t- tactical, and it sounded it's, horrible. That's tactical. It, it's, a, it's a tactical full frontal. <laughs> That'll clear that right up. Thanks, thanks, Kid Shadow. I would like to call it the business, the tactical full Monty. (laughs) It's where you strip naked and people are like, oh my God, and they all drop their guns. Okay, got it. Is it overkill to try to blast through the airlock doors with our SRV turrets so that anybody inside would be taking a lot of damage before we have to go in? Uh, Because it's a small building and anybody that's in there is going to take damage if we blow the door in. We just, I mean, I mean, I, I hate being the one to say this. I mean, it actually physically pains me, but. Is there, would he have any prescriptions against just 
killing everyone we see. I mean, because we don't <laughs> technically have question. evidence the small building is associated with these people. Well, Tony did say that we know that it was from the, the lab. He said that twice when he was talking about what we see. He said we know. I don't know how we know, but he said that we do know it was from the lab. He even said that we know it was the radar installation for the drug lab. So we know it is. Well, there's so. the only radar. I, the only She was pinged, and I know all the radars around. So this 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 thing pinged. This is the thing that pinged. If we're gonna uh, if we're gonna do that, my my advice here would be all three of us just just devastate the base. Yeah, just rip open like one of their walls, and then we figure out what we can sort out of the rubble. Why is it three? Aren't there four of us? Well, yes, I'm sorry. I'm bad at math too. That's all right. We'll and bad at rolls. Is uh, the airlock big enough for other vehicles? No, it's it's a, it's a. Well, it's a little bit larger than it's like a cargo size, right? It's not like it's uh, like a small garage. Your SRVs are too big. They would, the SRVs would not fit would not fit through the airlock. But it's larger than just uh, like a personal one. Yeah. And do we yeah. see any other vehicles around this area? Roll me a perception. All right, ten. Two plus one. <laughs> You don't see any other vehicles around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is the is the airlock sticking out, or is it like? It's, it's kind of flush. It's kind of flush with the building. What are you What are you rolling for there, Red Barnes? Uh, I was up higher, so maybe I saw some vehicles while I was up there. Um, seven for the those playing at home. Seven. Nah, no, you didn't. But you do see what looks like tracks coming from the front door. Okay, buddy. What's on your mind? Some say he's an insomniac who's obsessed with woodwork and making salad. And that instead of sleeping, he just tosses and turns all night. But all we know is he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. Oh my god, where do these come from? I mean, it's like... This is the first one I don't have to explain. <laughs> that one was In awesome. Like two weeks. That yeah, had everything a joke the... really needs without the explanation. Yeah. I, I kind of agree. Sometimes yeah, a joke should the... be funny too, though. Yeah, that's true. So, a uh, recap of last week's community questions. What do you think about the scope of the Squadron's update and glorified social network or useful playtime management tool? Where Chal writes in and says, Another solid show. RPGs aren't my thing, but I really enjoy that segment. Thanks for the training, Nuggets. I've definitely been underutilizing my galaxy map. As for Squadrons, I figure it'll be better than what we currently have, so I'm fine with the scope. They can build on it over time. And I love the slap idea. I love the slap idea, too. It wasn't mine. I'm just stealing it. Rex Gray writes, Great show, guys. And congrats to everyone on not just taking a station, but the whole land seats system in the election. Well done. Now we just need to take Wild Refinery and we'll be set. I really enjoyed the RPG segment this week. I think you're doing a very effective job at chopping up the story, because I'm always left feeling like I just saw a cliffhanger season finale. Tuesday can seem so far away sometimes. On a small side note, I have to agree with the tire-squealing feedback from last week. It's a little jarring to have that kind of sound effect while driving, walking, or generally being anywhere near traffic. I liked what the devs had to say about their plan for squadrons, but I'm hoping we'll get a bit more organization structure and services. Listening to your description last week, it sounded a lot like the private groups feature we already have. Plus, they totally need some slap in their design plans. Everybody likes slap. 
Everybody does like slap. And they should because it's it'll it'll help the devs, it'll help the players, it'll help the uh, squadron managers, it'll help the squadron contributors. It's good for everybody to figure this out. Sean Newboy writes in and says, "Is that ship, the Crucible, actually in the game though? Is it even in the near future from what we know?" Wonderful show, everyone. The squadron update sounds like a good step forward. To answer the question, Mr. Mr. Brian, no, it's nowhere near in the game. It is the current status on their ship pipeline is concept complete, which means all they have is JPEGs at this point for the Crucible. I would like them to redo the aesthetic on the Crucible to be more of a um, Star Wars-y. I'd like them to make it look like the Nebulon B frigate with all the gravely bits all strung out over a long thing with two with the boom in the middle. Mm, yeah, they with might the boom in the middle. I, I like that. I, I imagine some of that would be really cool. I think the point of the Crucible isn't that though. I think the point of the Crucible is really repairing small fighters and stuff. I just I just wanted to talk smack on redesigning everything after everything's concepts complete. Oh, That's all I you really were being a dick. I just I, get I was it. just being a dick. I That's see. all I was Not doing. Tony. Just talking smack. Tony, That's, I know. I know being hard a dick. to believe. That's a hard, yeah, it's a that stretch. is so out of character. Hard to believe. <laughs> out of left field, but there it was. Okay. Going, moving continue, right along. <clears throat> continuing on. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. Mm, yeah. Rent a spoon writes in. Honestly, I don't think squadrons will make a big difference as Frontier are selling it to be. I remember the wing video they released and how it felt nothing like it. 3.0 seems to be a big change and it felt a little change. That said, I'm looking forward to my group actually having a squadron. It might push me into open rather than staying in private. Buying a store extra that allows you to show squadron colors on my ship would make it more worthwhile as long as I can buy just one package for all ships. Congrats on making it into the elections. Did try to stop you from doing so, well, but it seems a few of my friends offset any damage I could do. Then I got distracted after I found a peanut area in it not so local mining area. 30 mil later, I find you guys everywhere like rats. Yeah. Plenty of ships to squash now, I guess. Doubt he remembers why, but you could blame Lennon for that. LTI for everyone. You'd think people would have stopped complaining about LTI now since we could be focusing on what we want to see in 3.2. Won't ramble on it since Twerk17 done a decent rant on it. Can't wait for FPS AI. Yeah, once we won the election, we take over a system authority. So yeah, guard frequency ships should be crawling all over the place there now. So you know, you won't you won't starve for targets, but we're still way we still have way too much influence in that system. So if you could do us a favor and knock a few of those ships out and help revolutionary and see free a little bit so we can take over Wild Refinery, that would be great. We really appreciate it. You know, come get us rent a spoon. Bring it, brother. Typhoonie writes in and says, Don't really have an opinion on that since I don't play Elite. I do like the direction CIG is going now, though, and hopefully they will make it a lot easier to play together in 3.2. Especially like the idea of people spawning in the beds in the ship. Gives them kind of a purpose. Also, on a side note, I do love me some Squatty Potties sticky-outy tongue face. I I love Squatty Potties, too. Just solid bowel movements for everybody. That makes the world a better place. In general feedback, Alec Turner writes in and says... Any chance of a shout-out on the show for the next Buckyball race, which is a week-long event starting on Saturday, May 19th. It's called Falling with Style and is an SRV base jumping race which involves flying the top of a 15-kilometer mountain in the Beta Sculptura system and then hurtling your SRV down to Smith Base, which sits at the base of the mountain. Full details in the community events section of the Frontier Forum. Stay on it, 07, Commander Alec Turner. 
which is a saluti face. We've det- we've established on the show that's a saluti face. You stick so your saluti face is. in your squatty potty. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Alec Turner. No, we're not going to make any announcements or give any of the details that you wrote in. We're just we're just not going to do it. Yeah, uh, we have I mean, standards here, I mean, Alec. Yeah, we we appreciate you writing in and tell us telling us all this, but we're just not going to do that. Um, we're just not going to say that it's Saturday, May 19th. It goes for a week. Yes, and we're, we're not going to put that link in our show notes and let everyone no. know about this at all. And we're not going to we're not going to say anything like, hey, cool idea for emergent gameplay, dump, jumping an SRV 15,000 meters. We're not going to say things like that. That's not what we what's not what we do. Here. And we definitely um, aren't going to recommend that you produce a video showing this because I really want to watch this. Afterwards. No, no, that's no, no. I mean, it would be beyond the scope of what we have agreed to do for our listeners. Exactly. Are you guys on crack or what? <laughs> We're coloring outside the lines. Yeah. No, I said, so but Alex, I am going to ask you a favor. that we want, you know. <laughs> Jeff just woke up and so, didn't so, realize it was sarcasm. <laughs> no, I, I clued in on the sarcasm. I was trying to spin it now into a different... He just wanted to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, enough of it. <laughs> it does sound cool, though. So, That's great. Uh, yeah, no, no. So, but Alec, I am going to ask a return favor, though. I saw you on that. Uh, I heard your name get called like four times on that uh, squadron stream. So I need you to help us hype the slap system. That's my favor. I'm asking of you in return. Hi- help us hype get that uh, the the uh, squadron leader anti poaching system, so that we can get some kind of uh, uh, way to make sure that people don't steal fleets. That's that's. I think it's really important to us. Our listeners, you heard, uh, are, are agreeing with us. I think it's something that uh, until you experience it. You don't know how terrible it is to watch your fleet go poof uh, in return. So, uh, yes, thanks thanks for writing in, Alec, and uh, hopefully that was sufficient discussion for your purposes. Dan Stewart writes, Not sure if I'm more annoyed that you all use the unicorn from the Squatty Potty ad or that I actually recognize that you use the unicorn from the Squatty Potty ad. Regardless, as usual, thanks for another great episode. Yeah, you can blame Shiv for that one. <laughs> it, was, it was solid show art, Shiv. <laughs> Eleanor Rebel writes in and says, Thanks for the show, guys. Never mind remembering mnemonics for star classes. The thermometer is your only friend in the deep black. Ken from Chicago writes in and says, Guard frequency. Come for the cool art. Stay for Tony's. And then he writes this out vertically. Awesome creative renderings of neologisms you'll mostly savor. Which, of course, when you put that together, spells out the word acronyms. Now, I, I so feel ashamed, but I actually had to go look up what a neologism is. Is right, right. It means I'm making exactly. So it was very yeah, appropriate. So it is quite appropriate because that's exactly what. I, I, and I have to ask now on Nuggets. I've made this in two different episodes now. Does everybody get the approved spaceship holographic overlay experience? Does everybody get that? I just I want everybody to spell that out in their heads right now, and that because that's what I keep calling the the, the cockpit display. Yeah, sure, it makes sense. Approved spaceship. Yeah, whatever. Holographic Tony. overlay experience. Okay, whatever. just want everybody to make sure that they they catch that. You have to put a pause after the first letter. First letter is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just never mind. <laughs> it's not funny if you have to explain it. It's not funny. I'll just move on. Okay. <laughs> Our new Patreon this week is no one. You know, I I give a new guard frequency shirt off my back for a new Patreon, but I I don't have one. That means also no no random winner this week either. Sorry. And this week's community question: Who is ready for changes to power play and community goals? Is anyone still playing No More Sky? Any games we're missing? And otherwise, how was the show? Are we winning hearts and minds, or are we kissing hands and shaking babies? Drop us an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show posts, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. 
And that'll bring us to the end of episode 214 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 215 on May 29th, 2018, so be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Sivery Bean Lowmaster, and our artist, Ben Sanders. And, of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass. And special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But, above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. When his ship was attacked en route to a naval ceremony at Lave Station. Shiv! Shiv, get him! Get him, Shiv! Along with his entire personal staff and the crew of his transport were killed when his ship was attacked en route to a naval ceremony at Lava. Lava. <laughs> at Lava Station. Uh, lava. It's really hot there. Lav. Lab. Louvre. Lave. 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 <laughs> I see you, Shiv. Don't, don't, don't be, uh. <laughs> this is Tony, flight deck, sync one. This is Jeff, flight deck, sync two. This is Ken Shadow, flight deck, sync three. Hopefully Tony won't f*** over Henry. I'm a little afraid, but I'm going to try. This is Henry, flight deck, sync four. Good, good, good. All right, all right. There we go. Flight deck in three, two. Jeff wanted to say more about uh, No Man's Sky. I'm sorry, Tony. Yeah, no, 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 it's okay. You, you uh, really looks want like to stuck. drag this on, don't you? No, <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I just, just, it's, we, we've been covering it, so I figured we had to. There was silence. You know what would make No Man's Sky better? As if it had Kerbals in it. If it was Kerbal Man's Sky. No Kerbal Man's no Sky. No Kerbal Sky. That's no right. That's, that's, that's all we need. That's all Kerbal we need. Kerbal killing me. Out of left field, but there it was. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch the I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's the first time he's I'll ever said that. Soon. I'll be <laughs> Yeah, that one's going. Yeah, Mikey, that one goes to the blooper reel. Let's take that out of the main I'll show. Thank you very much. That time, Kim Shadow didn't time. catch the Let's edit that out. <laughs> yeah. And this week's community question is something I still need to write. I like this one, man. They can't all be a fart in the wallet. You know what I mean?